Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Haley Ron here on Talk to Plank, bringing your minor league madness. To begin with some recaps of minor league games for the Bucks, Indianapolis thrashed Iowa by a final score of 9-1 on Sunday. The Indians, now 19-20, turned the ball to Quinn Priester, who was one of the Pirates' prospects who has yet to perform the way he was expected to. However, Priester turned it all around this start, going seven innings pitched, only allowing five hits, one walk and one earned run. He ended up with nine strikeouts on the game. And hopefully this is turning a new leaf uh, for Priester. And, you know, they're one game under 500 now. So hopefully the Indians are just catching heat and going to turn it all around for them. I've always loved Quinn Priester. I've always been super high on him, as I mentioned in my last pod, that it. I watch a lot of high school. I scout a lot. Not well for me, you know, I watch a lot of high school baseball, a lot of college baseball, just to try to get an idea of the draft. Um, and so Quinn Priester was always high on my, um, you know, who the, I wanted to get Pirates to get. When we got him, I was super, super stoked. And he was lights out in double A. 
And obviously, like I mentioned, AAA is obviously a big adjustment. You have more MLB-ready players, and it's definitely more of an adjustment right away. Still got a long season to go, and this um, this start was a very, very good sign for Priester. And hopefully he continues more of it, and I really, really liked what I saw. Um, you know, he's had an unlucky go. He's fallen out of the top 100 prospects often. He gets back in there, falls out, he moves up, he moves down. It's just been a really, really hard prospect. Um, I, I don't really know the word, but it's been like a really hard. Yeah, I don't know the word, but like he's been struggling. He's been moving up. He's been moving down. And, you know, it's really tough. And as mentioned, we had returns of uh, top prospects, Nick Gonzalez, Andy Rodriguez, they both had home runs on the day, which is always a great sign. Um, Nick Gonzalez uh, has three now. Andy Rodriguez. Nick Gonzalez ended up with three RBIs on the day, which is really nice to see, especially um, at the AAA level. Um, and the other homer in the game came off the bat of Kanan Smith and Jigba, which, um, you know, is obviously a very good sign from him. Now, we have two pitchers down there right now for minor league rehab stints, and that's Rob Zestrizny, and he was actually in the game. He had an inning pitch in his rehab assignment. He allowed one hit and one strikeout, only had one walk, no runs, and uh, although he didn't pitch, Vince Velasquez is also down there doing a rehab assignment, probably pretty soon that we see him come back, um, but overall, it was just a great turnaround uh, performance. From the bats, you know, like to see like with Gonzalez and Rodriguez, as well as Kanan Smith and Jigba. And honestly, like I said, it was just awesome to see because I know me personally as a Priester fan, like as a Pirates fan, you know, you really want to see your top one of your best pitchers, um, you know, be good. But as a Priester fan, it, it was very like deflating to see him struggle so much and so to me, as a, like a f personal fan, it was really exciting to see him have seven solid innings. And hopefully his next start, he can come out and just keep it going. And hopefully this is the start of this was the this was the game that propelled him now. So um, furthermore, I previously mentioned, as you guys know, I'm working for the Altoona Curve in the summer. I work for the production team, so I work with the uh, live streams and everything. I'm in the dugouts with the cameras, which is so cool. Um, and as I'm recording this right now, um, the curve is up 11 to nothing over Bowie, which obviously is not going to be the final um, after you guys hear this, but... Um, the bats obviously have been hitting. Drew Maggi had two RBI doubles. The over Pagaro. I saw Lolo Sanchez in our hard. Ooh, had an RBI double. My apologies. Um, I definitely think that. Um, I think that the curve, the curve is a very interesting team. Um. I think our bats are there. I think our bats have been there. Um, obviously, we don't even want to dabble in a Henry Davis because he had his he had his ninth homer on uh, Tuesday night. Ridiculous. He's just 
crazy. But um, the bats are obviously coming together, and um, the bats are obviously coming together, and you know, we hosted the Akron Rubber Ducks this past week in Altoona. And it was a very, very different experience um, watching it from the dugout. As I mentioned, I run the cameras in the third and first base dugout. Obviously, you're right there on the field. Um, It's pretty fun, and you get a hands-on experience. And baseball is one of those games that you really need to be up close and personal to it. And so that was definitely a different experience than watching it on a live stream. So, um... I, you know, the 11 to nothing game, um, the 11 to nothing game, uh, shows that the pitching actually is going pretty good. However, oftentimes it's, the pitching isn't, isn't all that. There's no depth to it. The series last week against Akron, a lot of the times we had to see our our pitchers went to the fourth inning and then our bullpen always gets smoked because it's burnt out. Um, Working almost every day. um, It doesn't seem like it's a one-time thing. Like, I'm there a lot of the time and I'm there a good bit of the time and, you know, just... It doesn't seem like it's a one-time thing. It seems like our bullpen is just genuinely burnt out. As well as sometimes Calix Crab doesn't utilize our bullpen great. Sometimes he takes guys out when they have two outs. Um, when they've pitched two out, it's just sometimes the pitching is just crazy. And it's oftentimes our bats have to bail us out, which is luckily what's been happening with Henry Davis, Lolo Sanchez, Mason Martin, Leo Piguero, all of them. But obviously I am going to keep you guys up close personal with the curve this summer. Right now it's just right now to me, it's a privilege to get to watch Henry Davis in action up close because wow, is he good at baseball And obviously this might be short-lived because maybe a promotion is on the verge. Who knows? But sure as as heck playing like he deserves a promotion. So we'll see. I will keep you updated. But the curve was coming off a 4-3 loss to Bowie on Tuesday um, by a walk-off wild pitch, which is probably one of the worst. (laughs) I don't know what's worse, a walk-off wild pitch or a walk-off walk. Um, But... Jared Jones came back a couple weeks ago from the injured list. He pitched great going four innings again, the four innings. But again, with Jared Jones, it's a bit of a different story because they're just monitoring his arm right now. Um, He only allowed two hits, one earned run. He had one walk and seven strikeouts. And Leover Piguero was three for four. But other than that, he only got three runs on the board. The offense wasn't there. But unfortunately, again, the walk-off wild pitch. But... They were probably definitely angry going into the next game because yesterday being up, you know, 11 nothing at one point, it's pretty, pretty good. And obviously the pitching shut down a bit. But, you know, obviously, again, we've mentioned Indianapolis and Altoona, the big two. Um, hopefully Indy's coming around. Uh, Altoona seems like 
Altoona seems like a very relatively decent 500 team. Like, I don't know if they'll ever be, like, this season. Okay, not ever. <laughs> but this season, I don't know if they'll be, um, like, 10 games over 500. I feel like they're just going to be stay put around either one game above or under 500. And that's just what the team they feel like because there is a little bit of inconsistency there. But I honestly, I think they are, they're, I don't want to say scrappy team, but they definitely put together some pieces. Um, But moving on to the two that don't really get a lot of love, even though they're like 20 and 14 and just great you know, great records. But Greensboro, they lost, did lose 6-4, to four, but Sung Che Cheng went deep, giving giving him now five homers on the season, and nobody's really talking about it. Um, And I get it. I get it. Greensboro, Bradenton, single A, um, you know, high and low A. I get it. But, like, in reality, they have some of the more recent prospects, you know. Um... I, man, I don't know. They're putting up good numbers, and it's pretty much just, you know, everyone's looking over it. And same with Bradenton. However, Bradenton got plagued with injuries. They were they lost 12-10 to 10 to Clearwater. Carter Benz, who just returned from the injured list, um, he left the game early. And Tamar Johnson, who has already moved to top prospect level, he he left the game, and they gave no explanation. So that may or may not be an injury. They haven't updated, and they I'm not sure if they would. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, Bradenton, Bradenton and Greensboro have been pretty solid. But, um, again, Tyler Chatwood was down in Bradenton could not throw strikes, which unfortunately has plagued him in his major career as well. So it's pretty frustrating to see that. I can imagine frustrating for him. But after seeing what the Miners are doing, what are the Pirates doing, and how have some of the young bucks and call-ups been working for them? Um, following an 8 to nothing win over the Tigers yesterday, the Bucks are now 23-20. and 20. Obviously not what they wanted when they were started 20 and 8, but hey, sometimes that happens. Some of the call-ups in Young Bucks aren't doing great, though. To begin, Jihuan Bay was fantastic to start the season with the big league team, but now he can even barely bunt. His speed is obviously great, sure, but he swings out of shoes and is almost a guaranteed out. I expect he won't necessarily get demoted yet, but it certainly has to be on their minds. Now, I love G. Juan Bay. Um, I think he's great. Um, you know, he has a great... I think he's just... I think he's a great player. He has great player tools. But I feel like we see a little bit of the syndrome of young players where when there's runners on base, and obviously runners on base with the Pirates right now hasn't been the greatest, but... When there's runners on base, he swings at everything. He swings out of his shoes, almost Josh Harrison-esque, you know, in the later years, rather, not at Josh Harrison prime. But 
he just swings at balls. He swings out of his shoes. He he doesn't. He's better at laying down a bunt for a hit than a sacrifice. That's for sure. But right now, all we're seeing is speed, and I I don't know how much speed can bail you out if nobody can hit on base. You know, I'm not giving up on him, but maybe I I don't know. I don't know. I would rather. I would really like to see. Rodolfo Castro get more ABs um, playing at second one base, not in center or second. So, um, Josh Palacios, tearing it up in AAA, but he has not hit literally at all. He was over 8 to start his Bucks career. He hasn't been great. I don't know what he is now. Um, he hasn't been great to continue on, you know, and they've been playing him sometimes over Connor Joe. Um, They've gotten a lot of backlash from that. He's just not, it's not transferring it over. And I know he's played in the majors before, but maybe he's just a career triple A guy, which is obviously really sad to say because obviously everyone wants to be a Drew Maggi, but sometimes it just has to happen. Now, Chris Owings was one of the recent call-ups. He's obviously an older player. He's been okay. His defense has been better than his hitting. Still not been up to par, but if you're watching the game uh, on Wednesday, he had a nice surprise bump, which was pretty cool. And Tuca Pita Marcano has cooled off a little bit. He's still one of the top hitters on occasion, though. He can get some power, and we've seen that a couple of games. He's he's not all that big, and he can produce some power. Now, I will own up to this because you guys can go back on these podcasts and hold it to me. Um, Luis Ortiz. Don't know what happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I know you guys are all aware that I was, how high I was on him calling him up. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know what's going on, okay? I don't know what's going on. He does not look like the same pitcher we saw before his minor league stint at all. His last outing against the Tigers, absolutely brutal. I'm not one to often turn off a Pirates game, even if we're losing 21 to seven. Or wait, that's 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 generous. 21 to like nothing, right? Um, but I almost had to turn it off because he barely located the strike zone, and the balls he would throw were about five feet outside the strike zone, and it was just. It was a tough go for him. He's probably going to go back down. I don't know what happened. I truly... Maybe nerves. I mean, I knew after the Colorado start, I was going to say, oh, he's going to get another start, so we'll see what happens. I wasn't expecting that. And I know Tigers are in a hot streak right now, but he's probably going to get optioned down soon. And that leaves this question. Does that mean Vince Velasquez is ready? Which, again... They never said his injury was too bad. So maybe that means Vinny V will be back. Or will we see another pitcher debut for the Bucks soon? Particularly a little blonde one in AAA. Who knows? Maybe Quinn Priester. They might be observing him a little more closely following his seven-inning um, one-earned run um, game. So, you know... I'm going to say this, 
Um, as for promotions, like I said, we could probably see Quinn Priester. My timetable for Quinn Priester is probably around August. That's when I say we're going to see, like, late August. That's when I think we're going to see him. Or not really late August. Perhaps early August. So not necessarily a September call-up, but around there. <laughs> um, the way Henry Davis is um, playing... I believe there's a promotion, definitely a promotion coming soon. Um, maybe AAA, maybe the majors. I know Austin Hedges had a good game in Detroit, but come on. How nice would it be to have Jason DeLay and Henry Davis? Ugh, it'd be a dream come true. Hopefully. We see it soon. And obviously the curve have has Dylan Shockley as well. So if they did lose Henry Davis, they would have Dylan Shockley, who is a really, really solid player for the curve. Um, I've been watching him. He puts together solid ABs, like crazy solid ABs. So, hey, I, we're just, you know how these minor leagues work, you know? Up and down and up and down, and hopefully you make it to the majors, so... Henry Davis is looking like the Henry Davis we all know and love. The first overall pick, Henry Davis. Yeah, yeah, that's him. But that's all I have for you here on Minor League Madness on Talk the Plank. Make sure you follow Talk the Plank at Talk the Plank Pod and myself at Haley Ryan with an underscore after Ryan. Thanks for tuning in and let's go, Bucks. Yeah.